as I understand it. Rectangle of mediocrity. Wow, Craig, that was some outstanding stuff. Whatever, Kevin. You sound like a real nerd. I'm grooving. Now I'm going off on a rant. Our guests are the meat to our stale bread. All right, it is another edition of the Channel Partners Podcast, Coffee with Craig and Kevin. I am executive editor Craig Galbraith. Joining me as always, the Robin to my Batman, our business development director, Mr. Kevin Morris. Kevin, how are you? Craig, I got to tell you, I'm doing phenomenally. However, your introduction, I kind of resent the fact that you have me second on the marquee, and now I'm Robin to your Batman? I'm not Bruce Wayne? Well, Robin is a very underrated character in the DC Comics franchise. Don't forget that. Don't underestimate what Robin can do for Batman. Do you even know the name of his alter ego for Robin? No, should I? I'm not that big a nerd, even though you say so on the intro. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, Craig. That's what I'm saying. You don't know his alter ego. Everybody knows Bruce Wayne. So obviously Robin's not very valued. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Well, I'll keep telling myself what I said. <laughs> All right. I, I think our audience has already thought this conversation has gone on way too long. Why don't you tell us what's going on here, Craig? Well, you know, we're getting down to it, Kevin. Less than a month away now from Channel Partners Evolution. You know, I'm getting a little bit giddy like it's Christmas. Like we're hanging the stockings, baking the cookies, wrapping presents. Oh, Craig, Craig, let me stop you right there. I mean, I'm super pumped for Channel Partners Evolution, but, you know, I got to say, I'm glad you've got time for all this. Baking cookies. I mean, hopefully I can get one of those. I'm over here just slammed talking with all the awesome exhibitors that we have there, making sure they're ready for their presence on site. All these great sponsors that are going to have meeting rooms, sessions, things like that, making sure they're geared up and ready to show up when they're speaking on site. So I just don't understand where you have time to hang stockings. Uh, but really, Craig, I know what you mean. This is going to be a great time in Philadelphia. What have you really been doing to prepare for the show? It was a bit metaphorical, uh, indeed. You're the king of metaphors, but I tried to pull one off there myself. <laughs> well, you know, we're prepping what should be some really fun videos that run before the keynotes. Uh, we're collecting news from participating exhibitors and sponsors, as well as info about the fun parties they'll be hosting and the prizes they'll be offering, and generally just being a dominant, motivating force for our entire staff as I get pumped up for the show. <laughs> I got to tell you, Craig, I love the energy. Did you have a couple Red Bulls before this podcast? No, but it is the coffee. Every day for about a month leading up to the show, I get caffeine crazed, you know, to get everything done, and then every night I pretty much crash. <laughs> That's awesome. I could definitely relate to that. Craig, I got to tell you, you struck podcast DJ gold once again with the best friend theme in the song from the beginning there. This podcast, we're going to be talking all about buddies and especially duos. Ooh, Here we have partners coming to the show. And then we have exhibitors and vendors that are going to be offering them different solutions. Our sales and our marketing teams are working together, one, to recruit new people to the show, but two, to also make sure everybody coming to the show has a great experience. Again, I'll bring this up. I know I've talked about it before, but the Channel Partners and Channel Futures collaborative teams have been coming together to offer, one, a great conference experience, but two, great content online and at the event. You know, Kev, that's really got me thinking. This is a very sensitive subject. About some of the greatest duos in music and entertainment history. You know, like Simon and Garfunkel, Paul and Oates, Mulder and Scully, 
We're both movie and music fans. Who you got? Well, those are some great names right there, some great duos, Craig, but I have to go with my all-time fave right off the bat, and that is, from the movie Die Hard, John McClane and Sergeant L. Powell. You hang in there. Yeah, thanks, partner. I mean, they just have had a profound impact on my overall life. Not in terms of using curse words in, in every sentence, uh, because they clearly do that. I found out when I showed it to the boy just a couple weeks ago. I forgot how many times they cursed in that movie. But just in the fact that the obstacles and the odds that they both overcame, that no one believed them that there were bad guys in that building in the form of Hans Gruber and all his mates. A uh, great bad guy, by the way, too. All that they overcame, they talked about Twinkies. I mean, who doesn't like that? They talked about their families and everything and really helped each other through a tough time and, and really saved, you know, about 50 to 60 lives in the process. Just what a duo. How about you, Craig? Well, I like the Die Hard one because that's one of my favorite movies also, but I'm going to go way back to the childhood and pick a pair of duos here from the same show. I'm going with Bert and Ernie and Big Bird and Mr. Snuffleupagus. You and me together, old pal. Here we you are. Just line it up. <laughs> yes, why, you ask? I'm being a little serious here is that I was told by my parents that Sesame Street, for me, like a bunch of kids in my generation and after, really helped me learn how to read and in some cases be social. So while I thought your John McClane and Al Powell thing, I was like, oh, what's he going to do with this? You actually got serious. I'm getting a little serious here with my Sesame Street uh, comparison. Wow, Craig, I do have one question to ask you since you've gone back to your childhood. Were you born yes, with that voice? I don't think so, Kevin. I don't remember back, you know, when I was just an infant, but I think my voice sounded a little more like Elmo's. <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah, I thought maybe your duo would be like Mike Wallace and Morley Safer from 60 Minutes or something like that. Oh, that's a good one. But that's way, way too serious for this podcast. <laughs> gotcha. Speaking of getting serious, Craig, this definitely segues into our first guest. You know, Four Voice is definitely doing something in voice that would make them the ideal duo mate, I'll go with, for some lucky partners out there. They're going to be walking the show floor in Philadelphia. And with that, I'm very pleased to welcome in Amrith Laxman with Four Voice. Amrith is the CEO and co-founder of the company. Amrith, how you doing? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm doing great. Uh, happy to be here. Seeing that the NFL just got underway, uh, to kick things off for our audience, uh, can you tell us a little bit about your background and what led you to co-found Four Voice and become its CEO? Yeah, be happy to do that. I started out, actually went to college in Pittsburgh at Carnegie Mellon, got a degree in electrical and computer engineering. And I was recruited by Siemens Telecom way back in the 90s to move down to Florida, to Boca Raton, Florida, and uh, really got my start in telecom there in the engineering side, working on big carrier-grade switches, uh, really from the ground up. It was a, it was a great experience, you know, learned a lot about telephony you know, from the old nuts and bolts days. And we actually got in on the ground floor of voice over IP. Uh, but have actually some patents on that when, when we started out. And what we saw sort of the turn of the 2010 uh, timeframe was that the industry was really moving from big boxes to a service-based model with you know modern off-the-shelf components, if you will. And we saw an opportunity to take that technology, you know, put together our experience in running carrier-grade environments and really build a service company that could address the VoIP market in a slightly different way than most other people were doing. And so three engineers and myself, we started Four Voice back in 2010. Amrith, VoIP is obviously huge with our audience. Uh, it's pretty obvious there's a lot of competition out there. 
Uh, what sets your solution portfolio apart from other providers, both from a, in terms of a partner perspective and for their customers? So we try to take a slightly different approach to voice over IP. Um, there's probably three areas that we think we're, we're sort of uh, start setting ourselves apart from others. Uh, the first one is a lot of providers will give you tools uh, to set up your VoIP solution, but they don't necessarily give you the knowledge to do so. And so when we work with our clients, we actually take on that responsibility of setting up the system, you know, the call flows, you know, everything from the ground up in a way that fits their business. And we're leveraging our knowledge of telephony instead of having them learn telephony from ground up, you know, do you know what a hunt group is, you know, what wrap-up time is, uh, those kinds of things. So we're there to basically set that all up for them and then manage that solution as part of their business. So we almost become like their telecom IT team, uh, which is a little bit different than the way most, most providers approach it. The second thing we do is, as you guys know, I'm sure that VoIP depends heavily on that last mile internet. And so we have a very proactive system of monitoring that last mile for quality also up, down, and we'll actually take a proactive approach to talk to the ISPs, get any issues resolved, uh, even before our clients know about it, and maybe initiate a failover you know, to cell phones, whatever needs to be done. Uh, so just take the headache out of VoIP, because you know, one of the things with VoIP is people just get issues and they don't know where they're coming from, or there's a lot of moving pieces and there's a lot of finger pointing, so we want to take all that out of it. Um, and the third thing we do for our clients is uh, sort of a simple pricing model. So we have uh, a flat fee and covers all our features. Uh, we don't do extra add-ons, nickel and dime kind of thing. Uh, we'll also do a low-cost uh, flat fee for phones that are not used a lot, like conference phones, things like that. On the partner side, what we like to emphasize is uh, our retention rate, which is over 95%. Uh, so people who sign on with us, they're going to stay. The partner is going to continue getting that revenue. We're also really flexible when it comes to contracts and the way the partners want to set up the, the whole relationship. You know, we can be the lead on the account, we can take on, you know, the setup and everything, but some partners want us to step back and they want to run the account, which is fine with us. So we're, we're happy to work with them on that. Wow, Amrith, two things that you said to me really stood out there. Uh, being in business development, the 95% retention rate, it is really difficult to get new business, and I'm sure partners are familiar with that, but 95%, that's outstanding. And then the second I would say is that you take the headache out of VoIP. Um, I'm wondering if you also take the headache out of podcasts. Um, maybe you could help me a little bit. No, he's he's good. I, mean, I think I think he, no, he. I doubt that he's the one providing the headaches on this one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, you must be a frequent listener, then. It, it is me. I'm I'm always providing the headaches. So good call there. Good call. Despite what Craig will tell you, I can read at least. And and I noticed in a recent blog that you had written for your website regarding reducing office expansion risks by switching to business VoIP. As our partner listeners know, customer expansion is prime selling time. So could you dive a little bit deeper into what that blog post was all about and how Voice can help partners maximize these opportunities to guide clients through an expansion? Yeah. Like you said, you know, when people expand, they got to rethink everything about their telecom usually, right? I mean, they have an old PBX. It's got, you know, 16 lines or whatever. And now you're trying to expand. Uh, you know, how are you going to do that? A lot of times people want to expand, but maybe they don't want to necessarily move their whole company out of the location they're in. So they want to maybe add a second location. And so those are opportunities that we can help the partner pitch a solution to the client. Obviously, moving them to VoIP would be would be great if they're not already on VoIP, because then they can get that benefit of having, you know, five locations connected off the same VoIP system. You can also do remote working, which is great these days. Everybody wants to work remotely. So that's a nice, easy way to expand your business without having to take on a lot of fixed costs associated with expanding your office. And then we can do things like, um, you know, help them figure out, maybe they're trying to set up a new call center, right? They have a customer service team. So we'll help them set up some measurements to say, hey, did you hire enough people? 
you know, do you need to hire more people? So these are all ways that they can mitigate that that expansion risk. You know, you're not going to hire 20 people and they're all going to sit around twiddling their thumbs, right? Uh, because now you can see, yeah, my call volume is going to match that up. And you could add maybe one at a time instead of having to bring everybody in at the same time. So it sounds like a lot of great ways for partners and customers to be working with your company, Amrith. I wanted to thank you. I understand you guys are going to have a big presence in the expo hall at Channel Partners Evolution. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about what partners can expect to see if they drop by the Four Voice booth on site. Yeah, so we're really excited about it. It's our first time being up at Channel Partners. Uh, we're hoping to meet a lot of great people, make some connections. In keeping with the NFL theme, our booth's actually uh, themed after a tailgate. Uh, so people stop by, we'll have some some great you know tailgate experiences and things like that. Uh, just get a chance nice. to talk to the Four Voice team. I think it'll be a really nice time. Tailgating at Channel Partners Evolution and, and talking VoIP, uh, I don't think you can beat that experience. That sounds awesome. Yeah, at least two out of three on that one, right? <laughs> <laughs> and no doubt, uh, Amrith, I don't know if you've actually met Kevin in person, but if you see him at the show, he'll be the uh, guy standing next to the uh, tall, good-looking guy at the uh, new exhibitor news desk. All right. Now I'll definitely stop by and, and, and chat with you guys. <laughs> I'll be the one enjoying the tailgate the whole time, Craig. I, I think I'm going to shirk my responsibilities there. Um, oh, I but, can uh, you, know, you know, Amrith, we can't let you go without asking what might be – the most important question, well, well, probably not, but still an important question of the day, and that is, in keeping with the summer's largest show, America's Got Talent, of course, we're running our own equally popular version called The Channel's Got Talent. Would you happen to have a hidden talent that our audience or even your colleagues might not even know about? Yeah, I think that that's a tough one. I think a lot of uh, failed violin lessons in my youth. I think they, they showed I don't really have a musical <laughs> talent to speak of. But the uh, you know, things I do, I, I do um, quite an avid scuba diver. So that that's a skill I have. Uh, so I'd like to get out whenever I can. Uh, then go sailing. Those are the few things I do a lot. Nice. That's awesome. Very nice. I could see you being on stage doing one of those like really dangerous things involving scuba diving that they do on, on the show. You know, one of those daredevils. Shark cage diving. Yeah. Sounds like fun. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and, and of course, Howie will will boo it because he only likes people that like make sounds by rubbing their bellies together. So, there you uh, go. Yeah. 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 Dodge yeah. sharks. Yeah. Who wants to do that? Yeah. Amrith, thank you so much for joining again, everyone. Uh, you can find Four Voice at the show in the expo hall. And actually, Amrith, before you go, do you want to hit our partners with a quick website they can go to maybe to learn more and, and get in touch with Four Voice prior to the show? Yeah, that would be great. It's uh, fourvoice.net. That's the number four of the word voice. And we have a partner page that's dedicated right there. They can read up on our programs and get in touch with us. Excellent. Well, well, thank you so much again for joining, and we'll see you in Philadelphia. All right, great. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Craig, as always, our guests outshine us. More phenomenal stuff there from Amrith Laxman with Four Voice. Really looking forward to them exhibiting at Channel Partners Evolution. Hey, Craig, I understand that you just celebrated a birthday, sir. Yes, sir. It was a mini milestone, number 45. Personal deep guy. You know, I read an article online about all of the stuff you should know by the time you hit 45, and uh, let's just say I've got some catching up to do. Actually, I didn't even get through the whole article. I sort of went into a trance after the author wrote that if you live to 90, which is, you know, pretty admirable, you're at the halfway point at 45. And here I am still talking about Bert and Ernie and hosting a podcast with Dr. Evil and Mini-Me singing in the background. 
Let me tell you something, Craig. Uh, I was going to hit you on the Bert and Ernie thing and the Snuffleupagus and Big Bird thing, but you already did it to yourself. So thanks for taking that one away from me. But I am a little sympathetic because I have a milestone birthday around the corner. Um, I'm just a little younger than you, but I'm turning 40 next week. The big 4-0. We're both September babies. For sure. Which brings me to maybe another duo that influenced me when I was a kid. You've got a friend. My dad got me some Sherlock Holmes novels, actually. So I'd like to throw in to the duo conversation for contention, Sherlock Holmes and Mr. Dr. Watson. What do you think about that? I like it. I like it. Do you have anyone else for us on your end? Yeah, maybe I should go a little more serious than uh, I did with the Big Bird uh, one. So, let's see here. Uh, You know, there's my parents. It's a cliche, but it's totally true. Nice. You know, they molded me into the person I am today. Uh, Everybody says that kind of stuff. Uh, You know, there's uh, Hamilton and Burr. I really like Mm. American history. Uh, They, you know, uh, no, I can't do it, Kevin. (laughs) <laughs> it was these guys that got me through those nights in college when I was supposed to be doing my homework. Sorry, I hope I didn't let you down. <laughs> Who else you got? Well, you mentioned nights in college doing homework. You know, Seinfeld was huge when I was in college. So I'm going to go with Jerry Seinfeld and George Costanza. George Costanza! Oh. <laughs> George Costanza! There's one scene I got to tell you that I can really relate to George. When he says, these tales are unfortunately all true and are just a sad story of a middle-aged bald man. And uh, I can definitely relate to being a a middle-aged bald man. So so I'm going to have to go with that. I hope I'm not as selfish as George is throughout the show, but they always just crack me up. And so I like having fun and laughing. So I think that's why they influence me. And I got to go with a pair of female buddy duos. And of course, when you think female buddies, you really got to kick it off with Laverne and Shirley. I mean, oh, nice. they were, yeah, they were a uh, theme song. Jamil Shamazel or however it goes. Shamil Shamazel, Hasenbeth Incorporated. Just best of friends, great buddies, got things done, like to package some beer, so you can't beat that. And then I've got to go with two stars of our time that are hilarious in my mind, and that would be Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. I just love just about everything they do, uh, especially 30 Rock and Saturday Night Live, of course, and then Parks and Rec for Amy Poehler, just uh, two best of friends that that are kicking butt in Hollywood. Those are some funny ladies for sure, my friend. You know, Craig, uh, we can't stop talking about duos unless we talk about one that is critically important to the channel, and those are your legacy telecom agents and MSPs. One of the big focuses at Channel Partners Evolution are going to be that they're starting to cross-sell into these clients, and then it might be worth them becoming buddies themselves and teaming up on some of these and, and sharing in those revenues. Kevin, it sounds like you've been reading Channel Partners Online again. Well, I get through the headlines anyway. <laughs> well, in this case, it might have been good enough for you to get the uh, gist of the story. Earlier this month, we published a Q&A that we did with Mike Schmidtman. Uh, Mike is the owner of channel sales firm Transformers, He's actually hosting an education session at Channel Partners Evolution. It's part of the Marketing Technology Conference track sponsored by Sixtera. Uh, He actually previewed his session in this article, and I'll provide a link to that story on the landing page for this podcast. Anyway, he talks about how the agent sales model and the MSP sales model play off one another in the market, 
also touches on how the structure of channel sales has changed over time and offers some great tips for how agents and MSPs can benefit from being buddies. That's, in fact, the name of the article, and you guessed it, was an inspiration for our podcast theme this week. You got that right, Craig. And, you know, continuing with the buddy theme, our next guests are going to be two buddies that have helped to start something new that we're going to see at Channel Partners Evolution. They come from Sandy Beach's Software and Intisera Consulting Group. And those are two companies you're going to see in the inaugural Business Transformation Station. And with that, Craig, I'd like to welcome in my longtime buddies, even from a gig before my time here at Channel Partners, Jeff Lytle. Jeff is the founder and president of Sandy Beaches Software and Thomas Fort. And Tom is the director of business development for Intisera Consulting Group. Jeff, Tom, how we doing, fellas? Having a wonderful day. Another day in paradise here at Intisera. I'm, I'm telling you what, I, I love those intros there. That's great. Can you gents please provide our partners with some background on your respective companies and how the inaugural Business Transformation Station idea came about? Sure. I got into telecom billing back in 1990, just after the, the breakup of AT&T, and have been doing billing and customer care service for telecom companies ever since then. The Business Transformation Station I see it as kind of the holy grail of running a successful telephone company because it requires the following things. You've got to be able to file the proper tariffs. You have to have the ability to market to and provide quotes for prospects. You need to track new customers in the onboarding process and turn them up smoothly. You need to produce timely and accurate invoices that reflect accurate taxation as well. You've got to be able to collect from your customers and pay commissions to your salespeople meet customer service needs, and provide robust reporting reports and file compliance reports and taxes. And so I thought that this transformation station would be a great idea to bring the best of breed and all those different things together. Inesera has been around for 30-some years, 33 years. Formerly known as Technologies Management, we rebranded at the beginning of 2018. Inesera does market entry, compliance reporting, and information resources, publications for the telecom and VoIP market. We have helped thousands of companies get certified across the country. We have helped thousands of companies stay in compliance with all the rules and regulations of the services that they plan to offer and the states where they offer them in. The uh, BTS for me is also uh, a great idea. It actually was uh, Jeff and, and his lovely wife Susie's idea while we were at the Channel Partner Show in Las Vegas. Uh, we started talking uh, about this and um, trying to put it to fruition and put the right companies together to do all the things that Jeff said, a one-stop shop. Guys, thanks for uh, summing that up a little bit. First, let me say I'm amazed that you joined the podcast knowing that you have known Kevin for so many years. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> thank you for that. Now that we know how the business transformation station idea came to be, why don't you tell us the primary goal, sort of the mission uh, for the BTS in terms of working with our partner attendees in Philly. Yeah, like I said, uh, Jeff, Susie, Patrick McNeil, our Director of Compliance Reporting, and I were talking about putting up what I had called at that time a startup pavilion so that new market entrants, those people that are making the jump from sales agent to being their own provider, had one place to go, and in that startup pavilion, they could hit five to seven, seven or eight different companies, each had a different specialty, 
and each would help them build their company and get everything that they need. Sometimes at these shows, when you're not in the proximity of a client or another partner company, you'd have to go, yeah, go over to aisle 1700, go to booth 1721, and our billing partner, Sandy Beaches, is over there. It would be really nice to just say, yeah, point to them and go, the guy next door is who you want to talk to about billing, and then go to the next one and the next one. And after he would everybody in the BTS, you walk out and say, I think I have everything I need to run this company now. I have all the information I need. I have quotes. I know who to come talk to when I need a quote because I may be a couple months away. One of the things I found out in these transitions is the lead time is not is very long. Sometimes it's six to eight months. We're not selling widgets. We're not selling anything that they could lay their hands on. We're selling information and support. And so a lot of times the customers will go back, think about everything, put everything together, make sure they have the funding in place, make sure they have the corporate structure in place, and then they'll call you six months later and say, hey, remember when we met at show XYZ? And so this just gives them a chance to meet all those people at once. Excellent description there, Tom. Um, you know, while both Indicera and Sandy Beach's solution portfolios can do a lot for the partner companies on site in Philly, there will be additional game-changing sponsors. Uh, you mentioned, you know, five to seven uh, participating within the station. Could you give us a quick overview of who else partners can expect to bump into while walking through the Business Transformation Station or BTS? That's the most important part of this. And I'm going to do it in a way that, unbeknownst to me, Susie set this up with you, but this is the way I was thinking about it. And actually, when I do a training seminar here at the office, I train along these same lines. So I'm going to talk about things like planning it, quoting it, rating it, taxing it, collecting it, and then reporting it. And so under the plan it, you'll get regulatory advice from us in ACERA on how to plan your market entry, how to get into the state. Quoting it, master stream products include a full feature of both to order products and extensive commissioning systems. So again, plan it, quote it. Step number three, rate it. Sandy Beach's billing and customer care platform lets you do that. Tax it. Okay, that's like most important part of this. How do you tax it? Walters Clure will be there, CCH Walters Clure with some of their services. Collected, IP Pay will be one of the vendors there about their electronic payment gateway and merchant services. And then finally, I'm going to come back and say reported. And on that end, Inacera has a full service compliance reporting service where we'll be able to handle the majority of the reporting needs for every one of these entrants that come through the uh, BTS group and get all the information for us. So again, full service from planning to reporting and everything in between so that your business, when you sit down to do your business plan, you can check off a lot of boxes from the people in the BTS. Again, that, that's just phenomenal uh, for partners that are looking to take that next step into becoming providers themselves, uh, a little bit of everything. And again, even there's some individual, I would say, options there for partners that just need help with you know, planning it or quoting it. Um, or even charging it. So just great stuff there, Tom. All right, Jeff, you know, we spoke earlier about the mission of the BTS. Uh, could we dive just a little deeper into what you both hope partners will take away from the experience after visiting with the various vendors involved in the BTS? Sure. The reason that I really have wanted to do this for, for probably several years, I wanted to bring together a group that would give you everything you need to run and grow a successful telecom or VoIP company. We've spent years, all of us, putting together the products that would allow a small startup to have the same tool set 
that a large carrier has at their fingertips. By partnering with this group of vendors, you have the same caliber of software and tools that the big carriers use at a price that everybody can afford. We're going to help your bottom line. We're going to make you more profitable if you use our services. And that was really the goal to the whole BTS idea. Jeff said a key word there, and that was VoIP providers. You know, sometimes VoIP providers need to talk to an expert so that they understand what really does VoIP mean in the industry out there, not only from a provisioning standpoint, but from a regulatory standpoint. Because there's so many things that you hear that VoIP's not regulated, VoIP's not this, VoIP's not that. My underlying carrier says they got me covered, don't worry about it. And so there are just times when you need to sit down and talk to an expert third party that does this and deals with a lot of companies to say, no, that's not right. This is what you need to know about this service so that you don't go two or three years down the road and all of a sudden the FCC or a state commission comes knocking at your door. Well, guys, we're really looking forward to the business transformation station. The first time we've had anything like it uh, right there in our Expo Hall at Channel Partners Evolution coming up here in just a few short weeks. So we will see you there. But before we let you go, uh, we've gone through all the stuff we're sort of contractually obligated to talk about. So now we'll get to our <laughs> talent portion of the show. As many of our listeners realize, we've been doing this takeoff on America's Got Talent. And Kevin, we've been calling it The Channel's Got Talent. <laughs> so this is where we ask each of you if you have a hidden talent that our audience, maybe even your colleagues, don't know about that you could bring to a talent stage near us. Don't I'll everybody go speak first. at once. Yeah, I'll go first. I'm not Darcy Lynn of Oklahoma City. I'm not, not quite that talented, but I do know how to pilot a hot air balloon and have my balloon pilot's license that I earned back when I was in college. Ah! Ah! Oh, the humanity! That's something nobody really knows about me. Wow, that's wow. awesome. I love that. And, and this is Tom, and I know how to spell hot air balloon. And that's about my <laughs> only talent. <laughs> Spelling expert. I like it. Well, I just want to say, uh, everyone, you can catch Jeff, Tom, and several other vendors in the Business Transformation Station in the Expo Hall while we're all in Philly. It's booth 311. You'll see them right as you walk in on your right. So we're really looking forward to having you both there. Thank you so much for your support of Channel Partners and Channel Partners Evolution. And I uh, can't wait to catch up and be buddies again in person. Thank you, Kevin. Take care, guys. Thanks. I'll talk to you all later. All right, good stuff there from Sandy Beaches and into Sarah. Really excited to see them at the inaugural Business Transformation Station, Kevin. Yeah, Craig, great to have those two guests on as well because I've actually worked with them at multiple gigs before I came to Channel Partners. Like we've talked throughout, so many great things come in pairs just like those two. And with Evolution just around the corner, it's got me thinking about such things as keynotes and food. Let me tell you, I love some free food. And the keynotes are going to be full of that. Hot breakfast, hot lunches, got to be there. The opening reception and the pump crawl, two highlights from the Expo Hall. Again, more free food and a free alcohol, so you can't really beat that. And then, of course, the Channel Partners Studio and the Channel Futures Theater, which will feature interviews and excellent conference programming at the show. One can consider the studio and the theater. Again, you guessed it, Craig, a duo. Don't forget also a pair of first-time events. We've got the Avant Special Forces training taking place on Precon Day, plus Dano's co-located Cybersecurity Summit on Wednesday. See what I did there, Kevin? Co-located, another play on the duo theme. 
And I've got another gotcha. pairing, even though their only connection is the fact that they're new and at our show. We've got the MSP501 Gala featuring the top-ranked managed service providers in the business and the Channel NX2Z Workforce of the Future Symposium with insight from multiple generations in the channel helping each other understand what makes us tick from baby boomers to Gen X to millennials. No surprise, though, they didn't invite me to speak at this. <laughs> Well, we just talked about our ages to everybody, so I guess everyone knows why now. But, you know, Craig, you did a great job of talking about the show here. But the duo's theme seems to be running its course because as of now, you're just grouping random things in twos. It's really become a bit of a stretch. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Okay, before we go, Kevin, hit me with one more pop culture duo favorite. You know, Craig, I don't know how much they influenced me, but I'm going to have to go with one of my favorite TV duos, Walter White and Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad. I mean, that show was excellent. And watching their whole relationship, one, form, and then become the best of friends, and then kind of devolve into something much worse. Jesse, I am not working you. Yes. Yes, you are. All right, just drop the whole concerned dad thing. Just a great all-around story there with Breaking Bad. I love that show. One of my favorites of all time. All right, Craig, I'm a little afraid to ask, but do you have one more? Yeah, actually, I have two. The first has got to be Itchy and Scratchy. Hard to believe, but you're actually showing yourself to be more juvenile than I am. <laughs> okay, seriously, Kevin, my all-time fave is... Craig and Kevin, you're my buddy. We've wrapped another epic podcast featuring the greatest and maybe only channel podcast tandem in the business. Oh, wait, no, there's Digi, our digital services mascot. Uh, we might need to do a show on trios next. Oh, my gosh. Uh, seriously, we got to work our mascot into our duo slash trio now conversation. This is just beyond ridiculous, Greg. If you'd like to check out the archive of Coffee with Craig and Kevin, and why wouldn't you? Just go to iTunes and type in Channel Partners Online. You'll find us there. Same deal on SoundCloud. And we've got a Twitter page to keep you up to date on all of the Coffee with Craig and Kevin ramblings. That Twitter handle is... Well, Craig, it's featured around the third member of what I thought was just our duo. You had me feeling good about myself, saying that I'm your buddy, and then you worked in Digi. But the Twitter handle is at DigiRobot, D-I-G-I-R-O-B-O-T. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Catch you next time. Bye, everyone. Oh, I get by the